Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The wolf population in Michigan, especially on Isle Royale, has been in the danger zone in the past. But now... The species is rebounding. The only question is how we intervene, not whether we intervene. Because if we do nothing, well, the intervention has already been done. The intervention is climate warming that caused the ice bridges to disappear. What caused the local wolf numbers to not only drop, but to shoot back up? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Every year since the late 1950s, the folks at Michigan Technological University in Houghton have conducted their animal winter study, which tracks the wolf and moose population on Isle Royale National Park in Lake Superior. In fact, it is the longest-running study of its kind in the world. Over the last five years, the wolf population on Isle Royale has increased dramatically after hitting an all-time low. In about the years 2016, 2017, there were just two wolves. Those two wolves never reproduced. They eventually died, of course. And then right at about the time that they died, the National Park Service began restoring the wolf population, bringing in new wolves. And so that bringing in of new wolves took place in 2018 and 2019. So since 2018, 2019, it's all been about like, how do they respond? Do they take root? And they and they surely seem to have taken root. This past winter, we counted 31 wolves. That's up about 10% from last year's count. 31 wolves is you know close to the long-term average for the number of wolves on Isle Royale. So like numerically, they're like right where you might hope or expect them to be. That right there is the voice of Dr. John Vucetich. He's a professor and researcher at Michigan Tech. He helps to lead that winter study of wolves and moose. Here's the thing. The Isle Royale Wolf Study, it's a really big deal. At least that's what Maddie Witt told me. She's the education supervisor of the International Wolf Center in Minnesota. Isle Royale is one of those really special cases where nature can almost, you know, get as close as possible as you can to essentially a laboratory because wolves and moose are really the only large predators and prey. You don't have bears, you don't have deer. So it's a great chance to study how that relationship works. So it'll be interesting to see as time goes on now and their numbers, you know, increase, they have a bigger effect on the moose population, how all of that plays out. Isle Royale is really just an incredible study for that length of time. The things that they're investigating, the vegetation, the different animal populations, the climate of that island, it's really, really difficult to see any kind of trends in such a complex system unless you have years and years and years worth of data. Why does all of this matter? 
I ask this question without sarcasm. Why should we care about the wolves? Brian Manfrey is one of the mammal supervisors at the Detroit Zoo. He oversees a variety of animals, including the zoo's two wolves. He says animals like wolves bring nature into balance. They're what you call a keystone species, so they are kind of the glue that holds everything together. We've seen this play out over and over again. In 1995, they reintroduced wolves into Yellowstone National Park, and what we found out when we did that was wolves, not only did they control the numbers of the prey population, so elk numbers get reduced, but it changes their behavior. So something called a landscape of fear happens. That describes the way the animals behave in the presence of a predator like a wolf. So not only do they eat some of the elk in Yellowstone, but the elk are more wary of them, and so they behave differently. They go up on the higher ground, and they don't just mow down all the vegetation that pops up along a stream. And those saplings start to grow like willow and aspen and things like that, and that provides shade for the water, which keeps it cooler. That provides food for beavers. It provides nesting sites for songbirds. And so that whole snowball effect that you get when you reintroduce a wolf where it's just one thing leads to another to another, and you start to see more benefits than you even realized. Dr. Vucetich said it earlier. About five years ago, the National Park Service began to bring wolves to Isle Royale to facilitate a breeding population. When we do stories like this about animals, I always wonder about balance. So I asked our biologist from Michigan Tech about that. That's one of the great questions in all of our relationship with the environment. What parts of, of our environment do we try to let be and what parts of the environment do we try to play a hand in? There's like no definitive answer to that question. And I have to say what happens on Isle Royale becomes like a benchmark for what we think of those relationships overall. You know, to my knowledge, thinking about both professionals and the lay public. They've been pretty excited to see how things are, are unfolding on Isle Royale after the wolves have been brought here. There seems to be this broad excitement and appreciation for it. it. does not take away from the least of what you were implying, which is that before the introduction took place, there's pretty vigorous debate about whether it was the right thing to do. That's all just looking a little bit into the recent past. But how did the population of wolves on Isle Royale get so small? Well, the population began to become inbred. Why? The answer, in part, probably won't surprise you. Climate change. The island is isolated. Ice bridges don't occur as often as they used to because of climate warming. And those ice bridges are how wolves got there occasionally on their own. That really can't be counted on anymore. So if wolves are to stay on Isle Royal in perpetuity, it will almost certainly require that humans occasionally bring one or two wolves to Isle Royale. Humans affect every square inch of the planet. Really, the only question left open is how we intervene, not whether we intervene. Because if we do nothing, well, the intervention has already been done. The intervention is climate warming that caused the ice bridges to disappear that made it not possible for the wolves to take care of themselves. So non-intervening is like not in the cards anymore. It's just which intervention are we going to accept? Wolves are pack animals. They live and hunt in large groups. But Dr. Vucetich says that outside of those packs, of which there are two on Isle Royale, the competition is fierce. 
between packs is a great deal of competition and the competition is all over food and defending a territory that's big enough to contain all the food that they need. In this case, on Isle Royale, the food is moose. This competition is so intense that wolves will kill each other over it. When things are their most peaceable, the wolves know their territorial boundaries. They more or less stay in those boundaries and they get the food they need to do so. But when food gets tight within a territory and if the wolves feel like they have the physical strength to do it, they'll they'll put pressure on a neighboring pack. And so there's a little bit of that going on right now. Every every adult wolf on Isle Royal would love to be an alpha wolf. And so there's a bunch of them that are giving it a try and they won't all succeed. And again, that's a normal thing in a, in a wolf population for wolves to try to be an alpha. And some of them make it and some of them don't. The main prey for a wolf on Isle Royal is moose, which is absurd. A moose weighs about a thousand pounds and a wolf weighs about a hundred. Maddie from the International Wolf Center says that doesn't matter. Wolves have some excellent adaptations that really do make them well suited for hunting. Teamwork, they've adapted to live and work in these families and these packs to take down larger animals. So, you know, you're talking about a 60 to 90 pound wolf versus a thousand pound moose. But when you multiply that wolf by five, it balances out the ratio just a little bit more. Also, they have incredible speed and not only that, but incredible stamina, which is very important. They will chase a large animal like a moose for miles and miles and miles and kind of keep that animal moving to wear it down so that it is not as strong. It's tired by the time that they're actually ready to bring it down. As well as they are selective hunters, they are typically going to be targeting the weaker individuals. Depending on the type of prey they're hunting, they have about a 5 to 20% success rate. You heard that success rate in hunting. It is tough being a wolf. Dr. Vucetich said that while wolves can live to be 10 or 11 years old, most wolves are dead by the age of four. Before we put this podcast to bed, we have to clear up a misconception. The fear of wolves. There are about 600 wolves in the Upper Peninsula, but the UP is over 16,000 square miles. So the odds of seeing a wolf? Incredibly slim. I know wolves can be very powerful, right? They can take down a moose, which is 10 times their size. But I wonder if people should be afraid of wolves or if there's a misconception about them. There are many misconceptions, which is the reason that that we're here as an organization is to try and help clear some of those up with science about wolves. And the fact is that wolf attacks in general are exceedingly rare. It is very, very unlikely for anyone to be attacked by a gray wolf. They are quite afraid of humans. They are naturally what we call neophobic, which means afraid of anything that they have not been exposed to or is new to them. They're so difficult and elusive to see in the wild because they would much rather just avoid us. So there really is not a danger to humans specifically from wolves. It's crazy to think something like the gray wolf with such a small population can have such a profound effect on the environment. But because of the work being done at places like Isle Royal, we know this is true. The only question left is, can the current population of wolves on Isle Royal be maintained? Today's big thanks goes out to Dr. John Vucetich, Brian Manfrey, and Maddie Witt for chatting with us. 
Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want the Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.